the nightmare continues as Joe Burrow is out for the rest of the season. The latest on Joe, hear from Joe, Zach Taylor. And of course, we react to the nightmare that is Joe Burrow being out right here on Locked on Bengals. You are Locked on Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi again, everyone, and welcome in to the Locked on Bengals podcast. He's Jake Lisko. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. And, well, this is a bonus edition of Locked on Bengals, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And it's unfortunate. It's the the sad edition. Jake put sad, Locked on Bengals sad. And we are sad. And uh, I said on our post-game show, Jake, that it sucks, and it does. Joe Burrow is out. For the rest of the season, we will hear from Joe coming up in just a second. Today's show, though, is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Jake, we knew that there was a, a real chance that this was the case. We discussed the possibility of a bonus episode if Joe Burrow. Uh, was, was out for the year. And unfortunately, my friend, I did not want to be seeing you on a Friday. Not that I didn't want to be seeing you, but I didn't want to be seeing you. And uh, I'm looking at you right now and we're recording the unfortunate bonus episode of Locked on Bengals. Yeah, you say bonus episode. I'm thinking there's got to be a better word than, than bonus. This nightmare. Is this is a nightmare episode. Bonus. Yeah, there you go. Nightmare. Nightmare, nightmare episode. It's nightmare bonus because it's extra. It's extra. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, it is extra. Uh, it is not an episode that either of us wanted to do, obviously. And it's uh, about as bad as it could be. You lose Joe Burrow for the second year in his career where he's finished the year with a season-ending injury. Hopefully this one is significantly less severe than the ACL in terms of recovery. I don't know a whole lot about this particular injury that he sustained. I don't know that we have the details other than there's likely surgery required to repair a ligament in his wrist. He said that he felt a pop. I think there was some speculation around whether or not there was a pop last night. Uh, of course, when you hear a pop, that's generally ligament tendon rupturing, tearing, usually a pretty bad sign. And unfortunately, that's what it is for Burrow. But it, it, it turns into a long-term view now. We'll, we'll get there, I think. The short-term view is all, all the downsides we talked about in the post-game show, right? The, the lofty expectations for this team this season, the fact that Burrow was finally, relatively speaking, healthy and was playing at a pretty high level, the fact that they had seemed to find some good answers against the Mike McDonald defense uh, with the Baltimore Ravens that have been such a problem for them. And now all of that kind of goes up in smoke, spontaneously combusts, nothing before that really matters that much. And there's certainly things that we'll talk about for the rest of the season, but the big picture view is that that's probably it for 2023. And, and now we're going to be talking about draft position. We're going to be talking about individual player evaluation. It's not stuff that we yeah. wanted to be talking about in late November and December. No, the, entering the season, it was Super Bowl number one seed, man, are, are they going to 
win the most games in franchise history in the regular season. Like there was all that, all of that was the discussion. Yeah. And obviously he had the calf injury on July 27th, but it, they escaped it. He didn't miss a game and they were five and three, five days ago, Jake, as we record this on Friday, it wasn't that long ago when, when they were riding high at one, four straight and, and dang, things changed quick in the NFL. And it, it, it sucks because it felt like this season, let's just time back a week. Let's do it a week span. It felt like everything that they set out to do, they still could do and were capable yep. of doing. And it, it's quickly changed. It's a ton to overcome. And, and as far as this team, they're no longer Super Bowl contenders. And a lot of people are going to laugh at that, me making that comment and saying, oh, well, they're done, like done, done. I'm not there yet, but I, I do cross them off from a, a contender standpoint, which is obviously where expectations were entering the season. That doesn't mean they can't be competitive. Once upon a time, I covered a game where Ryan Finley beat the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday Night Football. Anything mm -hmm. is possible, Kevin Garnett voice. And so there's time to discuss that. But today is about Joe. He's the franchise. It, that That's stuck. Since CJ Uzama said it, I, still, I call him the franchise all the time because he is. And, and he did talk about the injury, did discuss how he was feeling and all of these different things. And so I don't like tossing to my voice, but this is my voice asking Joe Burrow uh, about the process, about how he's feeling following a, a rough, rough Friday morning for him. Obviously not the news anyone was hoping for, what's uh, going through your mind right now? Yeah, it's tough. You know, you work you work so hard for, for seasons and moments like these, so when... You know, whenever you get hurt and it it ends it early, it's it's tough to tough to handle. But you know that's part of the game. Been through it before, so just got to grind it out. Joe, can you walk us through kind of what happened on that uh, that led to the injury in the game? Yeah, the the play before it happened, I landed on on the wrist a little bit, um, and then the next play, you know, the touchdown pass just felt the pop when uh, in the middle of the throw, uh, you know, tried to. Tried to give it a go, but just couldn't couldn't get it done. So, uh, and obviously got the news today. So, not great. Yeah, one time, you know, we saw you try to throw a couple times, it just didn't go. Did you know at that moment then that you probably just couldn't just couldn't do it? What was that? I knew I couldn't. I knew I couldn't yesterday. Uh, and so that was tough. You know, I was excited about how that game was heading, uh, and then, you know, after the game, kind of kind of had a feeling before. Uh, before we got the official news, but this is what it is. When you went to the tent and before you do those, did you think, do you feel pretty good about the situation? Did you not feel good about the situation? Oh, I'm not, I didn't really have a feeling at that time. Uh, just gonna t I was just going to tape it up and give it a shot. Uh, just couldn't. Jay, I mean, this is three years. You've been, I feel like you're always kind of playing through or you've been dealing with stuff, you know, injuries, tough stuff. How do you deal with the compilation of this? Do you worry about the compilation of this stuff over three years? No, I'm just going to treat it like, like anything else. You know, you analyze the situation, go through the, the process of what it's going to take to get back, and you go and do it. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Jake, your reaction to that, because it's it sounds like he accepted it and, and he's dealt with a bunch of injuries and they are piling up. And you mentioned this is the second time he's dealt with a season ending injury mid season. 
obviously the ACL as a rookie, but certainly not the conversation we would under, wanted to have today. Yeah, no, I mean, it's devastating even to listen to it. Nobody watching on YouTube can see, but you maybe saw James. I'm sitting here listening to it and I'm reenacting my pose, just like leaning into my hand halfway off the camera here, like just listening to Joe Burrow talk about how he, it's, it sucks. It sucks for him. It sucks for fans. It sucks for us. It sucks for everybody who follows the sport because when Joe Burrow is playing football, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, one of the best players in the league, everybody is better for it. Everybody is better when they can watch Joe Burrow play healthy football. And that's now something we're deprived of until 2024. We'll see what the team looks like then. And then, you know, there's a, there's a whole bunch of stuff between now and then, but just listening to it is, is just, uh, for, for me personally, it's another gut punch. It did not feel good. It did not make me feel better. It just reinforces it. It makes it more real. And, and that's really where we are. That, that is reality at this point for this team for its fans for the rest of the year. It's fair. It's, it, it's the reality and it's, it's the nightmare and let's continue the conversation. We'll hear from Zach Taylor as well coming up in, in just a few minutes right here on the locked on Bengals podcast. But today's nightmare edition of locked on Bengals is brought to you by prize picks and the Bengals. Well, they're not playing on Sunday, but that doesn't mean you can't get in the mix with prize picks North America's number one DFS platform. I love prize picks because it's simple. It's you versus the projections. You pick two to six players if they're going to have more or less than the projections that prize picks has for them. And you can earn up to 25 times your money. Boom. Just like that. It doesn't take much time at all. You don't have to overthink it or worry about dealing with pros and sharks and thousands of other players. No, no, no. You versus the projections. You got to check out prize picks today. And it's as simple as saying, all right, well, I'm going to say that Christian McCaffrey is going to have more than the 75 rushing yards he's projected for. And you do that with multiple players and boom, you can get to winning today. Get started by going to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. James, you mentioned, you know, you're not writing the team off. They can still be competitive the rest of the way. I imagine this is part of the message going on in the building right now. I tweeted a week ago that maybe it's more than a week ago. It felt like about a week ago. The way that AFC North is going, we were talking about the Bengals still contenders we felt like they could win a super bowl and i joked after we recorded what if they win the super bowl and still have a last place schedule unfortunately i I think now only one of those things is possible but it's hard for me to to imagine they don't win another game it's certainly possible they don't win another game but just the way the nfl goes any given sunday kind of stuff and the the caliber of player the experience they have on the team I don't think five and 12 is necessarily the most likely outcome, like no more wins finishing the year on what would that be a eight, nine game, eight game, nine game losing streak. It'd be nine. It'd be nine. Cause they were five and yeah. three. It'd be nine straight. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't know that I'm there. Like, like you, I think they can still be competitive and fr- frisky and, and that could be to their detriment. But I, I imagine that part of the message in the building right now is that they're, going to keep fighting they have too many players that 
don't want to lose for that to not be the case. I'll read a text and I'm not going to say who it's from because I don't know if I would be allowed, but I, or that they would want me to be allowed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, quote, that's football sucks, but we got to find a way to win. Yeah. We aren't the only ones dealing with it. And that's kind of the message. That's kind of the outlook. That's, and, and I, by the way, that has to be it. There, there is no other way to do it. Guys get hurt all the time. Now, it's much, much different and much more impactful when it's Joe Burrow. But it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things that these guys are used to. And, and, I, and I've, I've said that multiple times. Like These guys are used to seeing injuries and, and, and next man up mentality, all of those things. Now, they know how valuable Joe Burrow is, just like we do. But the coaching staff can't sulk. They have to try to figure out a way to win. The players can't sulk. They have to try to find a way to, to, to win. The reason I mentioned the coaching staff, by the way, is because Zach Taylor was the one that uh, made the announcement, oh, at about 2.40 Eastern time on Friday. And let's uh, hear, this is two minutes of, of what Zach Taylor had to say about Joe Burrow, including his opening statement about the injury. He had an acute injury yesterday, um, likely on the play before before his last one. Um where he tore a ligament in his wrist that will likely require surgery and require him to be out for the rest of the season. So we're still gathering more information on that, but that, that seems to be where it's headed right now. So that's the news. And, and uh, you know, just talking to guys on the team, uh, excited to rally around Jake. And we've got a lot of great players on this team. And so um, excited to see this team really band together for these last seven weeks and, and find a way, you know. And so uh, we're excited for that opportunity, but obviously disappointed for Joe. That's that's the best guess. You know, you just see how he landed. Um, Clowney kind of lands on top of him, and, and the way that he caught his wrist. You know, for him to throw the way he did before that, and then the next play not be able to really grab the ball. That, that seems to make the most sense. Is it wrist. Did you even see it in the moment? You just call the next play like goal. Yeah. No. Didn't. Didn't. You know. And I don't even know that he. I can't answer for him, but um, obviously threw it. And you can tell as he's kind of throwing it, he can feel it as he's throwing that ball. And the ball really dies on him. Makes him makes a good catch for touchdown. Zach, in conversations with him, did he say at all he'd heard it in the Houston game and practice no. or anything like that? It no. Just all last night? Practice fully all, all week. Um, looked great warm-ups. And so, no, everything was good. Yeah, I think just talking to more, just making sure we got all the information before you make that final decision on something. But um, appears to be the way it's trending. You talked to Joe. I did. And is how is he handling? Yeah, as as well as you can. Obviously, very disappointed because he likes leading this team and and knows the opportunities that lie in front of us. Um, but again, he, he's responding in a positive manner. You can only control what you can control. And his, his next step for us is continue to lead this team just in a different way and assisting Jake and, and trust that he'll be able to do that and, and help, us, help us be fine moving forward. Well, at least we can put to bed, can we put to bed the whole brace gate stuff? I mean, we can talk about that later, I guess, but Tough break, man. Uh, not, not, nothing is going to make this feel better. Taylor talking about it. Burrow talking about it. They've been through it before. Burrow's got the mentality to overcome it. He's going to continue to be involved and help Jake Browning however he can. Great. Yeah. I, I, I think um, one thing that Burrow said, not, not during that clip we played earlier in the show, 
but how similar Jake Browning was to to him as a player. And I was just like, all right, <laughs> you know, I, I I'm like, like he's similar, and it's just like, no, all right, okay. And Jake's, by the way, they are similar, and Jake's confident. I mean, he sat up there on on Thursday night and was like, I'm really confident in my ability. Talked again on Friday, and uh, that's great. He should be confident, but. We know how valuable Burrow is. We were here long before he got to town and, and how it is and, and what it's like and and what it's been like. So Zach is uh he's gotta be, you know, pushing forward and they've been through it, but it didn't go well when they went through that. It's not like we felt good at the end of 2020. Now it did lead to what they did in, in 2021 and what they were able to do in the draft and all of those things. So that is a benefit. But um at the same time, I think uh, it, it's hard to to be positive for anything other than this. Joe Burrow is going to make a full recovery. That's expected. And if that's the case, then there's no reason why Joe Burrow can't overcome this like he did the ACL and, and be the best Burrow that we've seen in 2024. Yeah. Which I, I get it. That's way down the line. But could you imagine if that wasn't the the expectation? And we were talking about, man, who knows how the surgery goes. No, no, no. He's expected to make a full recovery and be that dude again, which is good news. Yeah, and Taylor reiterated the kind of guy that Burrow is. You know, you'd be worried about it, roughly paraphrasing Taylor here, if it was anybody else. But because it's Joe, because of the makeup of Joe Burrow, because of the way that they've seen him go through this kind of thing before, that level of concern long-term is not there. And... There's some long-term stuff to talk about, I think, with this. Uh, you, you can't help but start thinking about the draft, about some of the pending free agents for this team. And obviously, there's plenty of time to really get into that. But those thoughts certainly enter my mind. In addition to, I think we do need to address the whole wrist, brace, sleeve thing. So we'll, we'll finish the show with those couple of topics here coming up next. Well... We mentioned that this is the nightmare edition of Locked on Bengals, which means you need some comfort food in your life. And if you're in Cincinnati, it is rainy. It is crappy outside. The weather matches uh, our mood and uh, with Joe Burrow out for the season. And that's why you got to get DoorDash. Don't go out tonight. Get DoorDash. Get some City Bird, which I've talked about a ton. City Bird needs to, to start sponsoring the podcast. Maybe it's Skyline time. Whatever the case is, get local food that is going to be that comfort food that's going to help you through this time if you're a locked on Bengals listener you're a diehard Bengals fan we really appreciate you listening to this podcast or watching on youtube and consuming it all season long obviously we're not going anywhere and neither is doordash and it's really the perfect time and maybe you don't want to do it on friday night maybe it's when you're watching red zone on sunday during the nfl games or college football on saturday well doordash is the perfect option to get the food that you're craving and right now you can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. Subject to change, terms apply. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. Subject to change and terms apply. And don't forget to use code LOCKED23 for 50% off up to $10 or up to a $10 value on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more subject to change terms apply well this sleeve gate thing yeah seems ridiculous to me now and it's 
if it is a cover-up, I'll just say this. If if Burrow and Taylor are both covering something up here, that would they would both be just lying through their teeth in press conferences, mm-hmm. which I, I can't imagine them doing. I but he's been wearing that elbow sleeve, and if the elbow sleeve just connects at his hand or whatever to keep it in place, I mean that that's plausible to me. Well, a couple of things. One, I know he's not lying. I know Joe's not lying. For yeah, a fact. It'd be crazy I, if he was. I, I well, I know it because I know that he's been dealing. I and I he's been dealing with multiple soreness things. It doesn't mean they're injuries. He takes hits, which is why so many people are talking about the offensive line, and we'll have time to talk about that later. Talking about protecting him and all of those things. And he's taking hits. So guess what? You're sore. Sore doesn't mean injured. Sore doesn't mean put him on the injury report. Sometimes you get treatment on stuff. I I don't know if he's even gotten treatment on that arm, but I get not wanting any swelling there. And he did bang his hand on on the second play, second offensive play against the Texans, where his hand got pinned against his uh, chest plate in a helmet. And, And so maybe it was sore on a short week and he didn't want it to swell up. But clearly he suffered the injury during the game. And, and that's where it came from. And the other part of this that we just don't know, and I don't know, and, and Joe, he's really, really tough, like really tough. And so he may say, oh, I'll just throw this on it. I'm good. And, and he, he might not have even been like thought it was anything. And, and so there is that. But I don't think he was dealing with any kind of wrist issue, anything that was close to this. I think he suffered it on Thursday night. And by the way, this isn't me defending the Bengals. If I thought that was the case, I would say it. I think you would too. That, that's part of why uh, we do this, to be honest. And, and I, I have zero doubt that they're being honest about it because there's really no, no reason why they wouldn't have put him on the report if they needed to. What's the point not to? He was going to play regardless. Everyone knew about the calf. It's not like they were trying to hide it. I, I think it's... It's the investigation is going to start and end very, very quickly for the NFL. If I well, I mean, even think, think back to the calf thing. We were like, why is, if he has anything, why is he out there for the third day of training camp or the second day of training camp, whatever day it was, uh, feels like distant history, but hopefully we can just put that behind us. I, I think the speculation is crazy. Uh, you know, like you said, there's like a slim outside chance that Joe Burrow's pain tolerance just made him oblivious to a, ticking time bomb in the wrist that was accentuated on the play before he threw it. And then something happened. And because of his pain tolerance, he didn't report it. I doubt that's the case, but what does seem clear is that the functionality of his hand of his wrist was not impacted until he felt that pop throwing the ball halfway through the throat, like Zach Taylor said, and and the ball kind of died on him. So Mm -hmm. can put that behind us. And, uh, you know, the, the, the first thought, one of the first thoughts after you get through how much it, it's terrible and, and think about the rest of the season is, well, maybe they're silver, the, the reward, quote unquote, the silver lining could be draft position. Hmm. And you look at the last few years and, you know, if they don't win another game, five and 12, you're looking at probably top six ish pick. Oh Lord! Just looking at the last few years. Hello, darkness, oh. my old friend. Yeah, it's it's, it's terrible, but that that would be I, a silver lining of some. No, some, I mean, I mean, it would. I totally get it. 
I totally get it. And I love the draft. It's November, man. I know. I, I don't want to be I haven't even had my turkey yet. Well, what are we I doing? I know. What are we doing? I hate it. It's the worst. Like, I look, it's um it, it, it'll be a process and and we'll see. Like I said, I, I do think I do think they can be competitive. I also think, and, and we'll have more time to talk about this. There are going to be people that are calling for AJ McCarron quickly. I guarantee it. I don't think Jake Browning is going to have a super long leash, by the way. I don't. So he, he's going to have to to play well. And um, well, considering the circumstances, right, where it, it, it's tough. The, the good news is, if there is good news, and, and we'll have plenty of time to, to analyze this further, but it's you have the mini buy, and then you play Pittsburgh. And then you have an extra day as well going into the Jags game. Um, and, and so you have some time, hopefully, to get maybe T back at some point to get Sam back at some point. Cam Taylor Britt can rest that that thigh contusion that he's dealing with and uh, hopefully be back for that Pittsburgh game with an extra couple of days. So there's uh, th- there's some things that we'll be following. There's reason to stay interested in this team, and part of it is that. Do they continue to win and make a push, or do they lose and bolster their draft position? That's uh, that, that's one of the storylines that I, that I hate that we're back to it three years later. But we're back to it, and um, Jake, it's uh, like I said, I'm. I, it's good to see you, but I was hoping not to see you today. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, so we can stop seeing each other now, right? We don't have to think about this anymore. We can do our comfort food, whatever our Gordash. comfort foods are. Gordash, baby, we about to city bird that up, man. Spicy chicken sandwich. Move on with. You need to fly whatever. to Cincy so we can. Uh, so, so we can have some city bird together on me. Yeah. Maybe on the way home. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode, this nightmare of an episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. Until next time, we will continue to have you covered here the rest of the season. Huda, and have a good one.